0: Hello to all of you out there. I am Ulrike Seminati, host of the podcast, Empowering Female Leaders for Women Who Want to Thrive. Every week you will get new perspectives, exciting insights and empowering messages of women from all over the globe. Welcome to another episode of my podcast. Empowering female leaders. I am very pleased to welcome Sandy Forster, who is the money mindset mentor for women worldwide who are ready to experience more abundance and freedom in their life. Sandy went from welfare to millionaire, has been featured in Oprah's Aussie Secret, and loves inspiring and empowering women to break through their blocks, manifest more money, and create a life that they are really passionate about. Sandy, do you want to say a few words about yourself?
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. I'm from the beautiful Sunshine Coast in Queensland, Australia. I guess I just wanna say that I personally, I've gone from welfare to millionaire and my absolute passion is helping any woman understand that wherever you are financially, wherever you are around money now, it's simply probably 90% to do with your mindset, not with the actions you're taking, not with your job, not with your business, but really it's all to do with your mindset. And that's what I love helping other women to do, to break through and release their blocks and really get into that place where they're living a life that is beyond their wildest dreams. Because, I mean, I've done it, gone from welfare to millionaire, and I, I just love helping other women do the same. Sandy, you were a hundred thousand US dollars in debt
0: and went from welfare to a millionaire. Can you tell us a little more about that
1: story and how you turned that situation around? Yeah. So, well, I married a boy that I met in high school. So we went out for about 10 years and then we got married. And then I had a three-year-old and a six-month-old and we got divorced. So suddenly what I had been doing as a hobby, which was um, designing and manufacturing swim and gym wear. I was just doing that out of my garage. I was buying fabric down at the local discount store and making up bikinis and and leotards and things. Suddenly that, which was like a hobby business, just made us some money on the side, had to be my full-time income. And it really did not work. Like I just ended up getting further and further in debt. And yes, I ended up $100,000 in debt and I was on welfare, I was receiving at the time it was about seven and a half thousand dollars a year to live on and that is not enough to live on so i was going further and further in debt really kind of getting very scared about what my future held but more than anything i just felt so i guess embarrassed and ashamed and i just didn't want anyone to know how bad things my life were things in my life and i couldn't understand why everyone else seemed to have money situation together and mine was just total chaos and so um, what i ended up doing was i was really really blessed really lucky that i discovered this thing called the law of attraction and i fell in love with it like it was all about your mindset it was all about what you focused on was what you created and for me personally it was like i had a choice i could either focus on my life which was a hundred thousand dollars in debt and non-welfare always worrying about when the mail came, whether there was going to be another bill, always worried about how I was ever going to get out of that debt, if that would ever happen in my life, or I could focus on my dream life. I could focus on having all the money I wanted. I could focus on living in my dream home. I could focus on having a car that didn't actually leak so much when it rained that it was growing a plant in the backseat. Like I could focus on all the things that I wanted and I just loved it. I I fell in love with the law of attraction. I fell in love with spending more time focusing on what I wanted to create as opposed to what I was experiencing. And um, yeah, it worked for me. Everything turned around and I was able to basically rewire my brain so that instead of looking for everything that was going wrong, instead of looking for what was going right and went from welfare to millionaire and, and completely transformed my life. So. As I said, my passion is helping other women to to do the same.
0: Now, I'm really curious to hear more about that in a few minutes. But before I would like to know, why do you think so many women struggle to create success and prosperity
1: in their lives? I I think it comes down to the fact that, and this is like a generalization, but this is kind of how we're hardwired from centuries ago. So it was all about men went out and... You know killed the woolly mammoth and they went out there and got the furs that we put on for clothes and women stayed at home and nurtured and looked after the family and the children the community and the tribe and so going out there and doing the doing even though women are doing that in huge numbers these days it's still a little bit foreign to our nervous system to how we're hardwired and so women attempt to do all the doing in their business And that's a very masculine energy and instead of bringing some of the feminine energy which is all about attracting they're just out there doing 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 and they get burnt out they get frustrated they don't feel good and when you're in that place of feeling stressed and frustrated you're not using your attraction energy you're not in that place where you're able to draw the things the people the experiences the the connections into your life so i think women need to kind of stop Take a step back, take a breath and understand, yes, doing is so important in a business and in a career, but it's also about allowing yourself to, to create and attract and manifest. And when you marry the two, the practical with the metaphysical, I always say that's when the magic happens. So when I
0: try to do this, I feel that something inside of me is always telling me the opposite of this positive outlook of my life. Yeah, That there are all these inner voices that tell me, no, it's not true. This can't be true. The law of attraction is too simple. There are these little evil voices that are telling me all these things. What did you do to break through these blocks inside of yourself? Because you certainly had these inner voices as well. And how did you then start manifesting this successful
1: life? Yeah, great question. And honestly, absolutely. I had probably more than anyone on the planet. I had blocks. I had like when I heard about the law of attraction, first of all, I'm a Gemini. So half of me believed it and the other half thought it was a load of hogwash. Then it was like, okay. I felt better, as I said, focusing on what I wanted than focusing on what my life was. So it it almost took me into this kind of fantasy land of being able to focus on what I wanted and and get excited about it and imagine what what my life would be like. So even though I constantly had those voices, oh, this is gonna work for everyone else. Oh, I think the universe has has me sort of destined and singled out for a life of poverty and and it's gonna work for them and them and them, but it's not gonna work for me. I think my saving grace was the fact that my life was so bad. So spending time visualizing just made my heart sing. It took me away for that brief moment from how crappy my life was into this beautiful, delicious imagination of how my life would be. And because of that, I used to spend a lot of time. It was almost like I say to people, it's almost like I had a part-time job doing the law of attraction. I didn't do a few affirmations one morning and then a 5-minute visualization the next and then, you know, maybe a couple of days later write down some affirmations. I literally took it on as a part-time job. First thing when I got up in the morning, I would, you know, do my visualization, I'd do a meditation, I'd write down the things that I wanted to create in my life. Like I spent a good hour or two every day really focusing on what I wanted. And and not only that hour or two in the morning, but then the rest of the day I was really aware and conscious of what I was thinking. So one of the things, one of the little tricks that I did to to keep me focused on what I wanted, I had like a little, it's like a, a book from what we call Officeworks here in Australia. And it's just one of those kind of folder type books that has plastic sleeves in it, lots of plastic sleeves. And each plastic sleeve I put a photo of me surrounded by money another one i put a series of affirmations another one i put a little declaration another one i put an abundance um sort of words like basically every single page it's something that allowed me to focus on prosperity and what i did was i kept that on my kitchen table and i worked from home and so what I would do every time I walked past the kitchen table, whether it was to get a glass of water, whether it was to go out and hang the washing out, whether it's to bring the washing back in, whether it was to go and get lunch, no matter what it was, I would open my little folder and I would read and focus on that one thing on that page. And then I'd go and do what I was going to do. And if I walked past the table again, flip the page, focused on the next thing. Went and did some work. When I came back out to have some lunch, flip to the next page and did whatever was on that page and it was only that just those tiny you know 30 seconds maybe 1 minute maybe 2 minutes that i consistently did throughout the day that allowed me to continue to focus on what i wanted rather than what my life was actually like and and that's what it's really about it's about what i call your predominant mental attitude Mm-hmm. So even though your life may not be the way that you want, you don't have the career that you want, you don't have the income you want, you don't have the salary you want, you don't have whatever it is you don't have that you that you really want, you can spend time, instead of focusing on what you don't have and getting upset about it and being you know, annoyed about it and feeling negative about it, you can take those moments throughout the day and focus on what it is you do want. And when you're focusing more on what you do want, what you don't want that becomes your predominant mental attitude that becomes what i like to call the signal that you start to send out to the universe the universe then hears that louder than the negative signal and when the universe hears it louder that's when it starts to bring you people and opportunities and circumstances and situations that allow you to then take the steps toward creating and attracting what it is you truly desire being able to create that life that you love
0: That's a fantastic insight in terms of sheer quantity of doing it. I think many people who already started with this idea of the law of attraction might do a visualization in the morning and then they just go through the rest of the day being a bit aware of their thoughts, but not in this very focused way like you described just now. I have a question for you, because this makes me think of someone who wants to lose weight and who does everything in the first week or the second week, like eating less, eating healthy, exercising, and so on. And then after a week or so, we become impatient of seeing results. We want to see results. And when we try to lose weight, if nothing's happening after a few days or a week, we give up again or we do less because we believe it doesn't work did you have these moments where you did a lot and where you didn't see something happening and how did you get over these lows
1: yeah totally 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 so you've got to understand that i was a hundred thousand dollars in debt i was on welfare and yes i discovered the law of attraction but it didn't happen overnight and i think this is really important to understand because people think it's magic And yes, to a certain degree, it is quite magical, but it's not going to like, you're not going to sit there and meditate and then suddenly open your eyes one day and a million dollars is going to be in your lap, all right? You have to change who you are at a cellular level. You have to change who you are on the inside. You have to build new neurons and new neural pathways in your brain for change to happen. Just because you're thinking about it doesn't mean it's going to change. You have to align body mind and spirit so you have to align your thoughts your feelings and your actions and when you align them then you start to change your outcome you start to change what occurs in your life but for me personally i absolutely i constantly was focusing and visualizing and and spending the time doing all the things that i needed to do thinking that i was going to attract and some money would come in and i'd have a bit more money and then it would just disappear again Like a bill would come out of nowhere. I'd crack a tooth or I'd prang my car or a washing machine would blow up or the dishwasher broke down. Like literally every time money came in, something would happen that would make it go away again. And I realized that that was very much who I was at a cellular level, who I was at my very soul was someone who had a poverty consciousness. And even though consciously I was thinking, I want to be a millionaire, who I was on the inside was not yet lined up to that. My brain was not yet wired for that. I had to keep doing the work. And so I guess the thing that kept me going was knowing that universal law is universal. Like it's not like it's going to work for you, you and you, but it's not going to work for you. It's going to work for everyone. And when you continue to put into place all the things that I teach, then you will see change. But the problem is, as you said, most people give it a go, they get right into it at the start. And when something doesn't manifest in the first, you know, couple of days or even couple of weeks, or even couple of months, they say it doesn't work. But everyone's different. Like I have people that come through my program and literally, like literally I get emails saying, I just watched the first video and put that into place. And already this amazing things happen. I've manifested this and I've done that. and and." That's mind-blowing, but other people, it takes longer. And the reason I tell people not to give up is I was the one where it took the longest. Like I discovered the law of attraction, I think it was um, 1999. And I had sort of money come in and money go out and money come in and money go out and and money come in and money go out. And it wasn't until 2000 and I think it was 2003, late 2003 that I became a millionaire. And I was, uh, I was really doing everything I could around the law of attraction. So, you know, sometimes it takes people longer. And for me personally, it definitely took longer, definitely took longer, but I feel very blessed that it did because now no matter who I'm working with, no matter who I'm talking to, I say, you know what? It's universal law and it will absolutely work as long as you work it. Now, I'm not saying that from 1999 until 2004, every day for two hours a day, I did law of attraction processes because I didn't. All right. I was right into it. You know, I would do a lot for two hours a day, maybe. And, and then I would do nothing because I get disheartened to think it's not going to work. And then I'd come back and I'd get, no, it's going to work. And I'd get right into it and then I would get disheartened and I would sort of stop it all again. So I was on and off just like everyone else. But when I'm on, I'm really on. So when I was on, I was really putting everything into it. And I think little by little, even though, you know, from when I first discovered the law of attraction, even though it didn't all happen overnight or didn't all happen in the first year, things started to improve bit by bit by bit by bit. And I think for me personally, I like to say to people, sometimes the further you're drawn backwards, the further you sort of feel like you're not getting there and you're going backwards and backwards the more forward the universe shoots you. And I think that was very much my situation. So things seemed to be getting worse and things weren't happening the way I wanted. Money had come in, money would go out, but I kept doing it, I kept doing it, kept doing it, and must've built up this this big bank of, of energy that the universe finally just couldn't ignore and just shot me so far forward and, and really helped me to manifest all that millions and, and be able to create a life that I truly love.
0: Where did you get this conviction from that it finally will work out? Where did you get this, this conviction that helped you to persevere and to restart again and
1: again, even if you stopped in between? You know what, and this is why, one of the reasons in our, my programs, I always get everyone to share their successes because for me personally, every time I heard someone else do something amazing, create something amazing, manifest something amazing, attract something amazing, it was like it was just like another seed planted in my brain that you know what I can do this this can happen for me too and so that's one of the reasons I love sharing my story with other women all around the world because I know if I can plant that seed for one woman and get her to understand that you know me who dropped out of high school I didn't even finish high school I had no connections no one with money I had no great skills there was like literally I would be the last person you would think would ever become a millionaire, but I figure if I can do it, then I can show other women how to do it. So it really is about understanding that it's universal law, like I said before, universal law, and it works for everyone. And you just have to be committed. And some people it happens very quickly. Some people it takes a bit longer. But you know, I it probably took me the longest of everyone, but that's great because I can say no matter where you are in your own circumstances, if you stay committed, like I stay committed then you'll be able to manifest more than you ever desired.
0: That brings me straight to my next question, which is, I'm really, really curious to hear more because you have a lot of clients. You, you have helped a lot of women to manifest the life they want to create. Can you share a few examples of that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So. I remember one of uh, my students last year came through my Millionaire Mindset Experience program. It's an eight week program and it really helps women to to manifest more money and completely rewire their brains so they release all their blocks. And I remember her coming into the program and and, um, going through the program and she manifested nonstop during the program but they were all like really tiny, tiny little things. Like she got a discount on a coffee. She got a free lunch. Someone gave her something that she wanted, like, but they were all like fairly small things. And at the end of it, she said to me, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I don't understand why I'm only getting, you know, lots of little small things. And I said, it, it's you, it's your thinking. You need to think bigger in anyway, I, I really sort of pushed her to think much, much bigger. She went through the program a second time and going from you know discounts on coffees and free lunches, the second time round, she manifested a job that paid her a hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year, and she sold her house that she'd been trying to sell for nine years for three hundred thousand dollars more than she had it on the market for. So that was really exciting to see. And then I get other women who go through the program and they do amazing things, like send me an email saying, "Oh my gosh." I had a $194,700 loan and the bank just rang me up and said, they've wiped it. I don't owe it anymore. Like all these amazing money miracles that just blow my mind. I mean, I teach it, but it still blows my mind when they're able to create and manifest these things. I just had another woman who has only been in the program three weeks and she said, oh my gosh, I've just been contacted by someone who, wants me to do a tv program and have it what did she say streamed on amazon prime and it's going to reach millions of women around the world so yeah all sorts of amazing things happen just out of the blue and like i said it's when you marry the practical with the metaphysical you have to do the both it's the mindset and the practical steps you can't be sitting around meditating expecting it to drop in your lap you have to take action
0: it's very inspiring to hear these different stories and i think this is exactly the thing why people can persevere because when they see that real people had changed something in their lives no matter if they took a week a month or a year or whatever it's very encouraging to just take the time every day and stick to it and continue
1: to continue and continue yeah. and it builds your belief i think that's the main thing when when you build your belief about anything you start to to feel that something is possible, that's when you actually start to take more action because there's part of you that goes, well, yeah, this could actually work. So you start to take more actions. When you take more actions, you build your belief even more. And when you build your belief, then your energy, your vibration gets stronger and you send out more of that kind of, I like to call it an order to the universe and the universe can start to line things up behind the scenes to to make your dreams come true.
0: Yeah, it's actually about creating a positive spiral by by taking positive actions, seeing some positive outcomes, believing even more that it works, taking more action, having more positive outcomes and so on. And by this having this upward spiral, that's a very beautiful idea. Now, even if we can understand that it's logical that we can get in such a positive spiral, we still tend to sabotage ourselves in the middle of the process. What are the typical traps, the typical things that women do to sabotage themselves?
1: Yeah, uh, this happens all the time. So again, it comes back to anything that is different for you is potentially a threat. So think back to caveman days. If you saw an animal that you didn't know what it was, it could potentially kill you. If you saw a fruit or a food that you didn't know, it could potentially kill you. Anything that was out of the ordinary, that wasn't known, was a threat. Not just to your day-to-day happiness, but to your life. Like it it was life and death. So we've kind of been hardwired now that anything that is a little bit different again is a threat and that's why people get stressed about just little things happening in their life because they're not used to it and it's the same with money so this is why when people that have never had any money often win the lottery and then two or three years later they have nothing i was actually reading something online the other day about a a guy who was i think he was 18 he was a a garbage truck guy and he won the lottery he won 15 million dollars and about three years later, he had nothing, nothing at all. And people go, oh, my God, that's ridiculous. Like, I would be better with that. I would look after the money. But the bottom line is, unless you're used to something, unless your brain thinks it's safe, then you will sabotage yourself. You will, And that's why one of the things I love to teach my students is whatever your dream or goal or desire is, whatever it is, you have got to think about it all the time. You've got to imagine it's already happened in your life. Because the more you imagine it, the more you get into the feeling place of it already having happened in your life, what happens is your nervous system starts to calibrate to that, starts to get used to that, starts to feel comfortable with that. And therefore, you're less likely to sabotage because it's no longer seen as unsafe. Your body, mind and spirit has become used to it and it's okay. So... That's what often why when women go out there and start to build a business and they may actually start to get clients and, and start to make good money, they suddenly, they're not returning calls when, when potential clients um, ring. They're, they're not showing up for their sessions that they're supposed to do with people they're, or they're, they're supposed to go for a raise and they're sick on the day that they're going to ask. It's like they, they often step in there and just completely self-sabotage because they haven't done the mental visualization, mental processing of what it is that they want and got comfortable with it and feel good about it and feel like it's safe. Even though though asking for a raise or getting a new job isn't a a life-threatening incident, at at our nervous system level, it is. Mm -hmm. So you have to continually be doing things to get yourself um, used to it, to get yourself sort of calibrated to that new thing that you want.
0: Yeah, so it's basically about shutting down our fight or flight mode, which kicks in when we have such a situation, and which is a total overreaction, but we have this mechanism. As you say, we were wired like that. And I think we also have our own inner glass ceiling, where we think we cannot go beyond that level. We don't see ourselves in a higher position, in a very wealthy position, or in a position of huge success, because we... We have ourselves kind of a frame inside of us. Now, this brings me to another question. And you mentioned the two words before. It's about goals versus dreams. So what is, in your opinion, the difference between a goal and between having a big dream? And what do you say to people who tell you, yes, yeah, nice to dream of something wonderful, but actually, yeah, it's just a dream. I mean, I will never get there.
1: I I totally believe that anything is possible. So I I like to sort of call myself um, a delusional manifestor. So if there's something that I want in my life, no matter how big it is, I believe it's possible. I don't know why. I don't know if I'm just, you know, a big dreamer, but that's why I've been able to create and manifest and attract so many things into my life. That's why I've been able to create the success that I have. So I always tell people, you know what, No matter what dream or goal or desire you have, the universe always wants more for you than you ever want for yourself. So our little minds keep us stuck. Our little minds try and keep us where we are because again, it's safe. But the very fact that we've had a dream, the very fact that we have a goal, the very fact that we have a desire, actually means it's out there waiting for us. The reason that we've actually had that goal, that dream, is that it's there and and I mean I sort of interchange the word dream and goal but they often say that a dream is is just you know thinking nicely about something whereas a goal is when you've got a timeline and you've got sort of action steps but I really interchange the two words simply because to me as soon as I have that dream then it's a goal for me it's like that's it I, I want it to happen and I focus on it and I write about it and I affirm it and I visualize it and I really allow it to become part of who I am before it even appears in my actual reality. And and that's the key. Have that dream, have that goal, have that desire become part of who you are before it appears in your real life, before it actually appears. Because what will happen is the more you imagine that it's real, the more you will take action toward it. And the more you take action toward it, the more you believe it's actually going to happen. And the more you believe it's going to happen, the more action you take. And then The two combined just allow it to manifest.
0: Yes, thank you very much, Sandy, for this great interview. And I know that you also have a little gift for our audience. So for those who want to learn more, where can they go to
1: and where can they get this little gift from you to get more insights? Sure. So you can probably find out more about me at uh, wildlywealthy.com. But for those of you who would love a guided visualization and some affirmations and a few little tools that I have that'll help you to start moving toward attracting more abundance, if you go to wildlywealthyfree.com and I've got a bundle of Wildly Wealthy goodies for you. This
0: was another episode of Empowering Female Leaders. What are the questions and topics in female leadership that you are interested in? Let me know in the comments on YouTube and Instagram or join our LinkedIn group. I'm excited to hear from you. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe for new talks with inspiring women from all around
1: the globe. Thank you for listening.